This podcast is for those of you who want to start or grow your business. You inhale everything you can about improving your mindset and may even have the action plan, but what's getting in your way every time? It's those damn human emotions. I'm Jessica Lee McKinley, life coach for millennial entrepreneurs and your host of the What's Happening podcast. Hello, hapsters. I am recording through my headphones, so hopefully the sound quality is delicious for you today. I am having one of those moments, one of those mommy moments, because my son is turning four. And for those of you who aren't parents yet, there's a couple of amazing things about being a parent, and there's lots of terrible things about being a parent. (laughs) 50-50, just like everything else in life. But one of my favorite things about being a parent is this whole new understanding of time as a concept, right? Number one, time goes faster. It just moves faster in general, um, which is, you know, crazy and fun to watch and just kind of makes you really hone in on what's important and try to be present as often as possible. And all of that is really great. And number two, time goes slower. This makes no sense, right? Like, why does it go faster and slower? How is this possible? But it's true. All of those moments when you're forced to be building blocks for the 90th time, or you want to, your kid is watching the same video for the millionth time, you're like, oh my God. Or you're in that phase where they're not sleeping at all. And you're like, when will this be over? But Facebook memories and my new phone have this amazing way of popping up a memory of when he was younger that both feels like yesterday and a million years ago at all at the same time. And he's going to be four, but yesterday he was going to be one. So I, the math of it doesn't make sense to me. But the third cool thing about parenting in time is that you really see the potential for massive change in such a short time frame. I mean, the amount of change that's happened in Calvin's life over the last year is remarkable. And when we think about all of the things that we want to do, then we just kind of get an autopilot and most of what holds us back and holds my clients back and might be holding you back is usually our resistance to just feeling an emotion. And it kind of makes us scale back our life and our actions uh, and really just have an experience less change and produce less results, right? But fourth and finally, it it helps me let go of things a lot quicker because I'm constantly teaching my son the universal truth of this is not going to be a big deal in five minutes. (laughs) He'll be devastated about something and then halfway through his lament, he'll just get distracted by a stick that looks like it needs to be used as a gun immediately. (laughs) He He doesn't even follow through with his emotions, right? Which is a perfect segue for our topic today which is actually follow, follow through. So I have a new coaching client who is a total rock star, by the way. I mean, she has a million great ideas. She's got level 10 energy and a total give a fuck attitude, which I happen to love. But she insists that she's terrible at follow through. 
And I've heard her say this multiple times and we've only been working together for a couple of weeks. And I said, why would you choose to think that about yourself? And I said it kind of just matter of factly. And she kind of paused because of course she just thinks it's true. She just thinks she's telling me an observation of fact about herself. And maybe she does have good observations and she's got examples, just tons of evidence, but all of it is in her past. And oddly enough, I guess that if I forced her to, she could think of 10 plus times that she has followed through, right? We could play opposite day and she would be able to find some evidence. But all of that aside, her belief wasn't exclusively talking about her past. It was talking about her identity, right? She said to me, I am, which is not, you know, just I was or I had been or I have evidence that she was saying I am terrible at follow through, right? Her past, present and future that was dictating her capability for, you know, what she is capable of accomplishing, right? It's not useful and it is creating the reality of a lack of follow through in her future. So when we went to set her impossible goal this week, which is what I was doing with all of the hapsters yesterday, two days ago, her brain did this. It was like this goal, we set the goal maybe, her brain was like this goal feels uncomfortable and she sat with it a little bit and her brain was like discomfort is bad. (laughs) This is a pattern I imagine she has created for herself. And she was like, her brain was like, listen, we're going to be disappointed if we don't succeed. And then her brain is like, we feel bad now. We're going to feel worse in the future if we start taking action on this result, uh, uh, towards this goal rather. And then that feeling of anticipation and dread really was probably the feeling made her actions to not follow through, made it more difficult for her to follow through on even taking and setting up this goal. And then the result is that she has more proof that she's not good at following through, right? Does this sound familiar to any of you? Because it really resonated with me. It's not a unique problem. Our brain really does like to look to the past for all of this evidence. And when it doesn't see you know, something that's possible in our past, which of course it's not, because by definition, this goal is new to us. It's going to have a little bit of a mini freak out and it's going to try and explain to you all of the reasons why you shouldn't do it, including this concept of not being good at follow through. So if this is something you also struggle with, like we've got some tips for you. I've got some tools and some skills. So listen up. Entrepreneurs are idea machines. I mean, if left unchecked, we'd leave all of our ideas half done on the cutting room floor as we just entertain the newest and the shiniest brainchild that we have. I I don't think I'm speaking for myself just for myself because I know my clients are like this as well. Um, But if you're listening and you have no idea what I'm talking about, maybe you're not a true entrepreneur. Maybe you're just someone who had a really good idea and who followed through on it. Amazing for you. Um, But likely, if you're an entrepreneur, you really do need this team uh, around you, you need some sort of accountability, and or you need to develop these skills and tools. 
okay? And these are the skills and tools we can hone to bolster our follow-through. Number one is dun, 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 scheduling. Are you so surprised? <laughs> broken record alert, broken record alert. But it can't be said enough, you guys. You know Hapster scheduling is the tool that I talk about the most, that my clients love the most, um, that probably takes the longest to implement and learn and really feel like you're good at when you come on as a client. But if it's not on your schedule, it's not guaranteed. It's like how if you have a to-do list at the very bottom of that to-do list, there's always a couple of things that just have to be moved. You like cross off most of the things and then there's like one or two things that you're like, okay, you create a new to-do list and either it falls off or you just move it to the next to-do list and then you don't do it then either, right? So scheduling, um, make sure that it's guaranteed. It is on there for a certain time with a deadline. But a schedule, even though some people are like, yeah, no, I schedule. And I'm like, mm, really? I want to see what the schedule looks like. Most people, when they tell me that they schedule, basically what they're telling me that they do is they take their to-do list and they put it with times on a calendar, right? But that's not the type of scheduling that I'm talking about. I'm talking about immaculate scheduling, hapster scheduling, okay? The combination of what we call a TBS list or a to-be schedule list and having a particular scheduling hour is airtight. It makes it impossible even when life gets in the way or you're interrupted. I mean, you guys know I'm a single mom. Of course, I do not schedule and then every day do exactly what's on my schedule. That is not the point of scheduling. It is not the point to be like, oh, well, scheduling doesn't work for me because I own a shop and people walk in or I have two jobs there. I have a boss and they interrupt me. Scheduling works for everyone, I promise you. Um, I'm not going to go into how to schedule exactly on here, but if you are interested in it, definitely, definitely reach out and stay tuned also because the scheduling course will be rolling out. I wanted it to be out by now, but I have outlined it and I really just want it to be um, packaged in a way that is super user-friendly and I haven't quite found the one that I want to do. So stay tuned for that. But in the meantime, you really just got to get in happening sessions or um, into coaching so we can apply this to your particular business. Now, number two is the second tool um, and well, really the skill that you need to develop for follow-through is constraint and focus. But when I say focus this time, I don't mean just the word. I mean focus as an acronym, which is follow one course until success. I forget who coined that, but whoever it was, kudos, credit, all the things. Sorry, I, I'm pretty sure I heard it on Entrepreneur on Fire podcast, but I know he didn't create that uh, thing. I don't know who it was. Um, so anyway, practicing one until it's done is not comfortable. Like I said, we're idea machines. And so we just want on to the next. But the truth is, is that this skill of constraining and focusing and just doing this one thing until it's done tests and brings up all of your negative emotions, all of your discomfort. And it's but the truth is, is that we want a life for you that is better than comfortable, okay? Constraint is better than comfortable. It is foolproof. When we give our brain lots of wiggle room, when we 
set multiple goals, especially if you're a perfectionist, your perfectionist brain is going to want to be like, ooh, yeah, we don't know that we can fully submit this or finish this because it's not going to be perfect. So let's hop to the next thing, right? Or I'm not sure I might maybe want to research something before I press submit or I want to double check it or triple check it or quadruple check it or whatever it is. So I'm going to leave this to finish until tomorrow, right? The perfectionist procrastinating thing. If we, But even if you're not a self-proclaimed perfectionist, when you give your brain lots of wiggle room, like a to-do list with no uh, deadlines or really just a bunch of action without a clear result, um, your brain is going to take advantage of that wiggle room and it's going to squirm out of your grasp and it's just going to be like a toddler running around with a knife, as my coach likes to say. (laughs) A toddler with a knife. That's how our brain is. Hapsters don't give their brain lots of wiggle room because of scheduling. If I'm not doing this, then I have to... If you're not going to do this thing that you said you're going to do, they have to sit and do nothing during that time. You're not allowed to flip-flop around. (laughs) Pro tip here is to just decide to constrain to only one course, one mentor, one coach, one big goal, one training or idea or anything like that at a time. I've even limited who I listen to and follow on social media lately to avoid inspiration overwhelm. I just made that up right now, but you know what I'm talking about, right? Where you're like, oh my gosh, they have such a great idea and they have such a great idea and she's got such a great course. I should probably do that or that. The truth is there's a million ways to get the same result. So constraint is a successful person's secret sauce to follow through. You pick one or you're going to risk the wiggle room effect with your brain, okay? And the second pro tip for constraint is to budget, okay? Not, it doesn't apply to every single one of your goals, but definitely um, constraining your spending will help you avoid distractions. For me, the budgeting that I, a budgeting tool that I use and recommend to all my clients is YNAB, and also an acronym for youneedabudget.com. 10 out of 10 recommend. I have a uh, recommendation code that I can send you guys. I'll see if I can put it in the show notes. But otherwise, I definitely, it, it does take a little bit of setup to really commit to this new type of schedule, uh, budgeting lifestyle, but it changes the game. And I take it one step further and I use this tool in combination with my management to start thinking about their future and their goals with a wealth projection component to it. And you can use budgeting to do this, right? And so when you have that, it what it allows you to do is to get very specific about every dollar that you have and where it's supposed to go. We don't do general things like the wiggle room of like an emergency fund. It's too general. We it doesn't mean we don't have one, but we get more specific into that, right? Okay. So we want to make sure you're constraining and you are being very, very specific. Now, the third tool and some really skill here uh, that you can do to bolster your follow through is to not question your route to your destination, to your goal. Repeat after me. It's supposed to look like this. There are a bunch of ways, like I said, to get there to get the same result but the quickest way is the straightest 
don't bounce between strategies or bounce between mentors or plans until you've given them a real shot, until you've really given yourself the time to follow all the way through. Here's my last tip for you here with this final skill of not questioning your root. Negative emotions, no's or rejection, failure, they're not signs that something has gone wrong. They're just mile markers on your perfect route. Don't make a U-turn, don't pull over, don't turn back. Keep going and follow all the way through. All right, my hapsters, have the most amazing weekend and I'll chat with you next week.